Hey, we hope you are enjoying your reading of the Book of Mormon so far this year, and that you have already found some things that stood out to you different from the last time you read. Thank you for joining Lycan Scripture for your soul's profit and learning, the podcast for those interested in applying ideas from Scripture in their own lives. We'll seldom cover every verse, may occasionally give background information, but always model examples of likening the scriptures. Today we are discussing some verses from 1 Nephi chapter 11. So chapter 11 is the first part of Nephi's experience with Lehi's dream. He has asked the Lord and has received his own vision of the dream. And he has an advantage here because he also has a tour guide for this particular vision. And the parts of Lehi's dream that are covered in chapter 11 are the tree of life, the fountain of living waters, the rod of iron, and the great and spacious building. I've always loved the imagery of the floating building potentially driven by every wind of doctrine, as mentioned in Ephesians 4.14, that we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. The building is also obviously not built on the foundation of Jesus Christ, as mentioned in 1 Corinthians 3 verse 11. For other foundation can no man lay, and that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. It's also interesting to me that, much like the rest of the Book of Mormon, everything points to Jesus Christ. We're told about the love of God, which is represented by the tree of life. And for an interpretation, when Nephi asks for one, he sees the birth of the Lamb of God, even Jesus Christ. We see the living waters, And we know from John chapter 4, verses 13 and 14, that Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again, but whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up unto everlasting life. Then the condescension of God is mentioned, and for an interpretation or an explanation, Nephi sees the ministry of Jesus Christ, including fulfilling commandments like baptism, healing the sick and afflicted, and being slain for the sins of the world. We can see an interpretation of the word of God in John chapter 1 verse 14. And the word was made flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And Nephi is also told specifically to bear record of the Son of God when he has finished seeing all of this vision. Knowest thou the meaning of the tree which thy father saw? And I answered him, saying, Yea, it is the love of God which sheddeth itself abroad in the hearts of the children of men. Wherefore, it is the most desirable above all things. And he spake unto me, saying, Yea, and the most joyous to the soul. First Nephi 11, verses 21 to 23. Many people who try to keep the Lord's commandments view the whole thing as a bit of a negative exercise. 
yeah, I'm doing this because I have to do it. I'm doing this because I don't want to be punished. I'm doing this because I'm scared of the Lord's wrath if I don't follow the commandments in the way that I think he wants me to. But there are so many places in the scripture where it talks completely differently to that. It is the most desirable above all things. Yea, and the most joyous to the soul. Do we spend too much time being grumpy or negative in our following of the Savior? Or does it in fact bring joy into our lives? Yeah, it's supposed to be about joy, about happiness, about something that's really desirable, something that's most joyous to the soul. And so perhaps I can look at the way that I'm living my gospel life and see if I am in fact joyful in my efforts. And if I'm not, perhaps make an attitude change. See if there are ways that I can be more joyful. One way would be perhaps start counting my blessings. Rather than focusing, oh, I have to do this, or on guilt on something I haven't done that I should have done, look at the things I have done and the blessings that have come from them. Look at how far I've already come in making things that might have been difficult in the past, habits that are essentially easy now, and start having some joy in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it came to pass that I beheld that the rod of iron which my father had seen was the word of God, which led to the fountain of living waters, or to the tree of life which waters are a representation of the love of God. And I also beheld that the tree of life was a representation of the love of God. 1 Nephi 11.25 So verse 25 absolutely strikes me as a verse that can only work if you apply it, if you liken it in your life. The iron rod was the word of God, which led to the fountain of living waters or to the tree of life, which waters are a representation of the love of God. So if I interpret the word of God is in the scriptures, in this particular case the word is not written with a capital W, and so we could interpret it as being scripture, the word of God, scripture and inspiration. It leads to the fountain of living waters and the tree of life, But it only leads to that if we read and apply. If we merely have the scriptures in our possession, they don't lead anywhere. If we merely know the stories that are in the scriptures, we are familiar with Daniel and the lion's den. We're familiar with Esther and her courage in helping her people to survive a very difficult time. But we don't ourselves have the faith to choose the lion's den rather than give up the commandments of God. We don't ourselves have the courage to live the gospel of Jesus Christ when times are difficult or when people are judgmental or when others may mock us and make us feel ostracized because of our choice to live the gospel. So verse 25, simply, it doesn't work if we just read it, the rod of iron was the word of God which led to the fountain of living waters or to the tree of life. Yeah, the rod of iron is still the word of God, but the word of God doesn't lead to the fountain of living waters or to the tree of life if we don't apply it in our lives, if we don't liken it to ourselves. And he spake unto me again, saying, Look, and I looked. 
And I beheld the Lamb of God going forth among the children of men. And I beheld multitudes of people who were sick and who were afflicted with all manner of diseases and with devils and unclean spirits. And the angel spake and showed all these things unto me. And they were healed by the power of the Lamb of God. And the devils and the unclean spirits were cast out. First Nephi 11 verse 31 The Lamb of God going forth among the children of men, and they were healed by the power of the Lamb of God, and unclean spirits were cast out. I've often felt it would be awesome to have lived at that time and to witness the miracles that the Savior performed in his lifetime. Perhaps too often, I forget that the Savior, in fact, because of the things that he did during his lifetime, not necessarily these things, but because of the atonement that he fulfilled during his lifetime, I can be healed by the power of the Lamb of God. Yes, I can be healed physically, if it fits in with the plan that the Lord has in place for me in this life. Absolutely, I can be healed spiritually, because it does fit in with the plan. And there's the big difference for me. When the disciples are going around with Jesus, they ask a question, you know, who has sinned, this person or their parents, that this person has this disease or has this difficulty? And the Savior makes clear that in most cases, perhaps in all it is neither the person nor their ancestors who have sinned to cause this particular thing. It may be that we have been treated to this disease or this weakness or this infirmity to humble us and therefore to allow us to be stronger, to grow. It may also be that we've been treated to these things to allow the power of God to be manifest in our lives, potentially through healing or possibly through being given the strength to deal with the situation and still live a fulfilling life, even if we're not healed. When I listen to others who talk about these miracles, and when I think about them myself, we think about them kind of wistfully. If only we had been there. But because of the atonement of Jesus Christ, and because of his resurrection, he can be with us at any time. We can be healed at any time through the power of the Lamb of God. And I need to change my focus on those things, perhaps, and maybe exercise greater faith that that is actually the case. Two challenges for you today. First challenge, which we will maintain for the entire year. I challenge you to not let this or any other podcast or any other second-hand source of Scripture Replace, in any way, your own personal reading of the Scriptures. I challenge you to read the Scriptures to follow the Come Follow Me program in the first instance by actually reading the chapters aside each week. And then in the second instance, if it's useful to you to listen to a podcast like this one, to give you an additional perspective or maybe to support your own perspective. Secondly, we challenge you to choose a verse or a combination of verses from First Nephi 11 to focus on and apply in your life. Put yourself in the scripture. Is this me? If it is, I can give myself a pat on the back. 
If it isn't, what can I do to change so that it's more like me or so that this has a better effect in my life? You are welcome to use any of the scriptures that we focus on, but we're very conscious that the scriptures we focus on may not be the ones that you need. So please be sure to read the scriptures for yourself and choose the particular one that is useful to you from this chapter. We sincerely hope this podcast is beneficial. We're modeling a method of likening scriptures. The verses we choose may not be the ones that will benefit you the most in your own efforts to follow the Savior, but you can apply the same method to those verses that are most relevant to you. Episodes are usually released three times a week. If you select the follow option, you won't miss any episode. Please also let others know about the podcast if you feel it might be useful to them. For more information about this podcast, visit likeinscripture.com. We hope you'll join us again next time. Meanwhile, may God bless you in your righteous endeavors.